This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Strawn and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, who's never seen a marketplace quite like the one we saw this week, Ryan Nelson. James Greer and Patrick the IT guy, the bromance I didn't know I needed, <laughs> but damn it, do I not love it. Yes, exactly. We all, we thought when we saw the IT guy in the first two episodes, we thought that he he could be yeah. a pretty decent little role. And so far, he has been. So we've been, yeah. been thankful Little do we know he was going to get berated over and over from James <laughs> That's Greer. That's right. So, uh, if you've been listening to the podcast since we started the podcast last year, thank you for continuing to listen and making us a part of your day. If you're new to the show, we hope you enjoyed as we talked about the first i'm sorry the uh, third and fourth episode of jack ryan on amazon prime if you are new or regular and like more access to the show visit our patreon page and become a patron of the main attraction podcast go to patreon.com slash the main attraction podcast and you can get patreon only content you can support us at a three five ten or twenty dollar level and when you join up we'll shout you out here on the show if you want ad-free access to podcast, any level of being a Patreon supporter will get you the show ad-free. All you have to do is sign up for any of those levels, and you will get the show without ads on the Patreon app. Uh, but if you can't be a patron, though, you can help the show out by rating us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We would love it if you would leave us a five-star rating. And if you have time, if you're on Apple Podcasts, we'd love it if you wrote us a review. However, if you can't write us a review, that's okay. Just scroll on down in your podcast player. Whether it's spot, uh, whether it's Spotify, pod, uh, Apple Podcast, whichever one it may be, or if there's some other, uh, if there's some other player out there that does ratings, we would love to have the five star there too. So uh, it would help us out a whole lot if you could do so. If you would like to interact with, with the show, though, you could send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear any thoughts or questions you might have, or if there's any any suggestions on things you want us to cover, we'd love to hear those as well. So uh, hit us up at mainattractionpod at gmail.com. All right, we are talking about the third and fourth episodes of Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan, and I always forget to call it Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan, uh, on Amazon Prime. So, uh, we all we both liked the first two episodes. What were your general thoughts on this third and fourth episode? I like, <clears throat> excuse me, I like these episodes. I thought there were some things that were really outstanding, but if I'm being honest, I thought the Nigeria stuff, yeah. and I thought some of the Burma stuff, right really dragged on and like i'm like it really better have a payoff because we spent a lot of time in both these episodes on 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 that right. and i'm like okay where are we going with this like i mean obviously i think i know where we're going with it, where it's all you know connected but right, yeah. i don't know it, there were times where i thought these two episodes especially the nigeria scenes some of the stuff with kathy Mueller that kind of like dragged on just right. a little bit but i will say James Greer on his own, fantastic. Yeah, he is. When he brought in Patrick, that was hilarious. I love when he's <laughs> like, son, you need to switch to decaf. I don't know why that made me laugh so yeah. hard. And then also, uh, you know, another bromance, uh, Dean Chavez and Mike November, where they nearly kill each other. Yes. And then they're having beer and drinking and eating dinner. And then they just go and kill a lot of people together and yeah. torture them. Uh, like, that was a bromance that I also needed. I thought those, I thought their scenes uh, were fantastic. I, I will say I thought the uh, the scenes in um, in uh, Croatia last a little too long. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of with you on, on pretty much all this as well. So uh, the third episode is called Sacrifices. The fourth episode is called Bethesda. Of the two, I liked 
the fourth one, Bethesda, a little yeah. bit more. I was I was more I a agree. fan of it. Uh, well, we got our guy Lev back as well yes. from the last season. Yeah, you're correct. So Just we got, a creep. Yes, yeah, he's fantastic in this. So, uh, but sacrifices. Let's talk about it real quick. Um, okay. But like I said, uh, my general perspective, like it's very similar to yours. Like honestly, I'd forgotten that that was Burma that they were in. That's how much I kind of like. Yeah. I, I spaced out on this, so I'm glad that you you remember because I probably would not have remembered that, but. Um, you're right. There's a lot of the third episode. The third episode seems to be like just kind of dealing with the. It, it, I think this is what the issue is, at least for me. It seems to be more dealing with the politics of the entire situation in the third episode. Right. The Nigerian right. aspect of it. The Nigerian. Is there like uh, some the guy's been killed. Mm-hmm. The person who's the president, and the person who leads like the army, the the coup. Right. They're all on the same page. Right. They didn't kill the, the former president. Right. And they they know it's somebody involved with the CIA, which we now know, I guess we find out, it revealed in this fourth episode, that it's actually Z- Zayara Lemos, the Nigerian, like, Doctors Without Borders person, right. who's actually, I guess, the leader of the whole thing. I guess so. Uh, and like I said, that's where I, it got a little bit murky on me. I'll be, I'll, just a little disclaimer for folks. Uh, normally... I didn't. I was a little bit distracted while watching this. Uh, my wife has been working sixteen-hour days all week long, so uh, I'm kind of playing single dad here this week. So I haven't. I'm not quite as dialed in on this one. And that was one of the things that hurt. Like I needed this one to be more interesting, so I would be dialed in because yeah, when, yeah. when you've got other stuff going on in your life, uh, if you're if it's not like just really reaching out and grabbing you, then mm-hmm. it, you're, you're going to struggle. And that's kind of one of the things I had a had a problem with the, with these third and fourth episodes because I wasn't as dialed into these as I was the first two and, and having the stuff going on the outside in my in my real life world that affects how what you're going to take in uh, right. in it as well, well also when you when you've got four uh, and really the third episode like almost six plot things going yeah. on you know you've got uh Abby Cordish Captain Mueller stuff going on you've got uh Jack Ryan by himself then you've got James Greer then you've got Mike November and and Dean Chavez then you've got the Burma stuff then you have the Nigeria stuff and all the stuff going on with Betty Gabriel's Elizabeth right. Wright so there's a lot of plot stuff so, yes there is uh, you know, having to share all the time, it, like I said, it can get a little boring at times. Which I didn't feel like it was in the first two episodes. No, and I think what they're doing is they're trying to flesh out some of that stuff. Like the first one, they're just yeah. kind of introducing everything. Now that they're trying to like get into the details of it. They're trying to spin all these different webs, and it is a little bit harder to uh, keep them all together. Look, I still enjoy the episodes. And I still have Me pretty too. much. I still pretty much have the kind of the same overall opinion of of this show and one of the things i said or that we have talked about when we've talked about this show either when we talked about the third season or so far what we've talked about with the four season so far is that you know if you don't remember stuff it, it really isn't all that important it's like it's kind of a de- it's kind of a detriment to the show but it's also kind of a positive because i think it's a positive yeah because when you get to the end they'll wrap it all up and they'll they'll right. put a tiny little bow on it because that's what they've done in every single every yes. single season of this so far because there's always a point in the in this series for all three seasons and now the fourth season where i have gotten to a point where i'm like all right uh, you're kind of losing me here i'm kind of i'm kind of right. losing focus uh, you're getting into stuff that i really don't know about or don't care about one of the two but when you get to the like the last two or three episodes I and mean, this one i'm pretty sure is gonna be the last two episodes and yeah. they all come back they're like okay here's how we're right 
tying it all together, we're going to have the big action finale where everything's uh, exciting, and it, it right. ends up being a lot of fun at the end. It's just this thing. This yeah. show has a real heavy middle problem. That's what the show has always had. It does. It, it yeah. You're right about that. And I forgot that there's only six episodes this yeah. season. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, man, this feels like it should go much longer. You're right, though. If I wasn't covering this for the show, for this podcast, I would have been on my phone quite a bit right. when they did the Nigeria and the Burma parts. Right. I, I, I would have. But like you mentioned, anytime Wendell Pierce is on the screen, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. he has my complete focus. Yeah. You know, John Krasinski, and I would put Pena... And uh, Pena and uh, Michael, Michael Kelly, Kelly as right. well. Betty Gabriel, I love. But, yeah. Like for some reason, they have given her like the worst plot. Although I thought in the fourth episode, the stuff with her and the two senators, because obviously that Derek Cecil Senator Henshaw obviously has to be a villain. Yeah. Involved with uh, with, with the bad stuff because she's he's like now quit worrying about Nigeria. Right. Why, why are you? <laughs> to be worried about what's going on over here i was like oh we got you know he's showing his cards that, yeah you know, he's doing. but uh yeah I, i'm with you though like there are times where they get really bogged down with plot but they do wrap it up they yeah. always do i do still think this one is easier to keep up with than like yeah. season three was yeah i think it is too i think the season three they had a lot of stuff going on that i just i wasn't completely understanding because i don't think they did a really good job of like laying out everything that was taking place in season three and but yeah by the time we got to the the last half of that show it was really fun and a lot of uh, mm-hmm. like i said i didn't i didn't understand what they were trying to get to a lot of times when they got those last half episodes but they were fun to watch so i enjoyed it but yeah. uh, and getting jack ryan back in the field is a must yeah and that's kind of what so this episode three seems to like be what they're they're saying all right so this is where we're going to start transitioning to getting him back into the field because yeah episode two episode one and two are all about getting betty gabriel uh, confirmed her character Elizabeth Wright, uh, and which you know, we still haven't done. Yeah, they still haven't done that, and that's one of the. And I think that's one of the things that you know you mentioned that she's not getting the best parts of this. That's that's part of the problem with just her character is her character right. is the political character. Uh, yeah. So she's tied up in all the politics of it, just the politics of trying to get actually confirmed and get all that stuff taken care of uh, going forward into uh, the rest of the season. And so that's where she's this. She's dealing with uh, Nigeria. She's dealing with the, the the people that are over in Nigeria, trying to convince them that they're not actually involved when they actually are. And one of the things I, that's very interesting, one of the things that I kind of like about this this third episode, because when now, what, now you think the people in Nigeria are involved? No, no, I don't think they are. I'm saying she's trying to convince okay. she's trying to convince them they're not in uh, that the CIA. Okay, is involved. I got you. Oh, oh, okay. I, I misunderstood. Yeah, I yeah, because I think the people she met with were telling the truth. Right. I don't think they're involved. I don't think they're involved either. I, like I said, she was trying to convince them that the CIA is not involved. And yeah. it's probably not true. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. so this is kind of one of the things that's that's interesting. It's, it's a little cliche. It's a little tropey where basically, you know, she's going to be telling people that this isn't the way the CIA operates anymore, that we understand where, where all of our people are. We know what they're doing. But she still doesn't like there's going to be this one this one last time that we're going to be kind of operating kind of shady because this is the that's the issue that they have in this third episode is jack ryan knows that the people on the the people in the senate are gunning for him because of everything that that transpired in the 
in the third season with what happened on the mm-hmm. submarine and how he was trying right. to convince the colonel or the captain or whoever it was on the submarine. I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, but he was trying to convince them that, you know, we don't need to fire. And, you know, that was such a risky move and he didn't have a whole right. lot to go by. So they're gunning for him and because he's the assistant director and he's the one kind of standing in her way. So she's like, you know, I'm basically about to go stand before uh, the United States Senate when they're going to confirm me and say, we're not operating like this anymore. And he's going to be operating like this still. Right. Like it's a little bit yeah. tropey. It's a little bit cliche, it but it works in these types of films. I mean, or these types of shows. Yeah. And, you know, Senator Henshaw is probably from either your state or mine. Let's oh, just yeah. be honest. <laughs> probably is. There's probably no question yeah. about that. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, th- that was kind of obvious. But, yeah, so you mentioned Jack gives up his deputy gives, seat mm-hmm. so they could so they kind of blame him. Right. And then uh, James Greer becomes a deputy, which, come to find out, like, why wasn't James Greer the deputy to begin with? Yeah, that was one of the questions uh, I have. Like, why did it go? I guess just because Jack Ryan, he has a little bit of a probably – he probably comes out of that with a bit of a hero uh, – yeah. Season three was and a his little... educational background. That right. we, we know he's a doctor. Right. I've I haven't heard them call James Greer Doctor Greer. But right. They refer to him as Doctor Rod. I'm assuming that helps his background. It probably does. And, and his wife. Yeah. Well, that, that too. So, uh, but yeah, like I said, I think he comes a little bit. He comes out of probably season three with a little bit of a a, a, a hero backing, basically yeah, yeah, because yeah, of everything yeah. that that took place, and that's probably and save the world. Yeah, right? basically saves the world because we don't go into nuclear war with Russia at that point. Uh, yeah. But also, I think another reason why is because. Basically, Gabriel Wright, or not Gabriel Wright, uh, Elizabeth Wright, played by Betty Gabriel, uh, put so much trust and so much on on Jack Ryan for getting this entire thing solved. So that's the reason why she ends up p- putting him ahead of everybody else, even James Greer included in this. Right. Uh, right. But one of the things I think that's just a nice little side plot that we've got going, because when Jack Ryan resigns his post as the deputy... Uh, Whatever it is, deputy general, like director. Know, thank you, deputy director. He's deputy director. Deputy director. When he is, when he resigns that post to the president, he tells the president that I've got the perfect guy for you. Uh, I got your your replacement lined up for you, and it is James Greer. But as soon as we get the phone call to James Greer, because James Greer is trying to be a good dad, he is wanting to be his a good dad. His son looks so happy because yeah, he so he drives up to the football game. His son is on the bench, and uh, he, he he notices his dad. His dad waves at him. It's a nice little moment, but then he gets a phone call from the president, and if the president calls you. You gotta go. <laughs> you gotta go, man. That's a, that's just a, that's just all there is to it. So he ends up leaving, and his son turns back around. He sees that he's gone. And look, I want to give James Greer uh, a lot of credit uh, because it would have been easy for him to say, you know, that well, because he's getting he's talking to his son later on today, and Wendell Pierce just does a really nice job in this in this scene where he's yeah. like, you know, do you know who was on the phone? And he's, he realizes like, you know what, it doesn't matter. It, it really does not matter because I've got to be a better dad. And he's struggling yeah. with this. And like I said, it's a nice little oh, side. I really like going. that scene, man. Wendell Pierce is so damn good. Oh yeah, he really is. He's he's just fantastic. So, well, at least he has Patrick to take his frustrations out on. That's right. He has he has his IT guy Patrick. So uh, this was who John. <laughs> I, I love 
I love when Patrick walks into the coffee shop. I think that's in episode three, and he's knocking stuff over. Right. He's so nervous. Right, exactly. And like, it's like, you know, why I'm here is like to get coffee. No, dummy, to meet you. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it, it's really good. Like I said, I like the fact that they brought him in. They we introduced him with John Krasinski, but they they brought him over with uh, with James Greer as well. So, uh, and basically at the end of this, if if I remember correctly, they've kind of got a lead on how they need to find the marketplace because that's what they're right. Uh, that's that, that's how it ends. Yeah, they yeah. find out from we get Lev. Yes, we get Lev, and he knows how to get them there. And that's where, like I said, episode four is. Let's, let's go ahead. Let's do it. Let's take a break there, and we'll talk about episode four. All right, episode four is like I said to me. It is the more entertaining of these oh, two yeah, that we're talking sure. about because there's a lot more action in these. Uh, we get. Uh, I will say this: we haven't talked about Domingo Chavez yet. We haven't talked about Michael Payne's character. One of the things I mentioned in our podcast last week was I want to see a little bit of the humor from. I think we got a little bit of that this I week. I think so. I think so too. And it also made me think. If they give him the franchise like they're supposed to, you can still keep Mike November. Yeah, yeah, you can absolutely keep. You him. really could keep James. Was Greer that, you can too. keep James Greer too if you want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was like, that is that's a plus, and hopefully they will because like him and Mike together is really good. Right. Yeah, they're very good together. Uh, we haven't really seen. Wendell Pierce and uh, Michael Payne yet, but I'd be willing to bet they're probably going to be pretty good together as well. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And like I said, we get a little bit of the, we kind of get a little bit of the humor, especially when they're taking over the boat. I don't remember. Was that episode three or episode four? I don't remember. I think it was episode three. Episode four is when they take over the boat. Okay. I couldn't, I couldn't get it. It's three fun. is when they take over. He takes, they take over the cartel. Where uh, okay. He, that's he, what I'm getting, yeah pretty much tortures his cousin which, yes okay you know was fun to watch it was fun to watch yeah <laughs> uh but yeah like i said that mo- that scene where he's boarding the boat that that, that was kind of funny mm-hmm. the way that they they did that there um and like I said, he's he's not a fan of lebs no he is not a fan look it looks like nobody's a fan of lebs to be perfectly honest. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. can't blame him on that but <laughs> so like basically as we get further into this episode uh i was like I wanted to know, it's like, at what point did I turn on Taken? Because, like, I know, man. Seriously. The marketplace That's looked, what it looked like. A, look, a lot like Taken. Like, you it got really the women did. dancing around in the cages yeah, or yeah. the glass. The glass I don't, Gu- guns being sold in the corner. Yeah. yeah like, it, was, I, it really was like that marketplace had Taken. I was like, okay. I was like, I didn't realize I was watching a, a Liam Neeson film uh, at some point. But uh, okay. And let me, let me say something else about Lev, because we joked about this in season season three when they were like you your friend is on the boat you know the crazy guy and i was like oh god this is gonna be some guy from season one right and i was relieved that it was a guy <laughs> that was in season three, three that yeah. i just watched a couple of months ago i was like oh yeah i remember love yeah because like remember they did that in season three like you remember this guy and it was like some guy from first season, season that none of us remembered like from four yeah, years yeah. ago so right. uh, but yeah I'm, I'm with you on that but uh yeah so like I said, they're trying to infiltrate and get into this place called the marketplace uh, because they need to get to. Because they think Chow is there. Yeah, they think Chow is there, and that's what they're that's what they're trying to do. And uh, one of the things that I thought that was really good is they are we're finally understanding a little bit about Chow because we had like I said they, they had been showing yeah. him, and I wasn't really sure exactly where they were going with his character. Like I said, I was like, is he the bad guy? What is he here? And you, you kind of get at least get a little bit of a feel for what his character is supposed to be in this one. Yeah. 
So Chow ends up not, I guess you would say not as bad as, as you were expecting, huh? Yeah, I, mean, I expect him to be like the top villain. That's what I expected. Right, right. It doesn't appear no, that's going to be No, it appears to be the doctor. And I'm telling you, that Senator Henshaw is going to be the other one. Yeah, I, I feel very confident that he's going to be the other one as well. Uh, he's played by Derek Cecil. If, if, I don't remember if we said that earlier, but uh, yeah. but it really feels like he's going to be kind of the guy who's like running this whole thing, and he's the one yeah. who's, who's responsible for it. Yeah. But this is where we get the most action. Now, Go ahead. Were you shocked when it was Chow was like we were told Chow was going to Croatia, and he does right. But to meet the, that Nigerian doctor, were you shocked by that? Because that was like the big yeah, that reveal was the big season. reveal of the thing. So of episode four. Yeah. yeah, I was surprised by it as well because I wasn't expecting that, and that's one of the things that this. And thank God she wasn't the who uh, the the who doctor. I was like, really, we're going to make a who doctor the villain? <laughs> yeah, thankfully they did not. Don't, don't do that. Yeah, yeah, because that would have been. <laughs> Don't they get harassed enough? Yeah, they get into harassment because the, the the if you don't know who we're talking about, who we're talking about the World Health Organization because that is which uh, which Kathy Mueller is a part part of. of. Yeah, she's a part of it. And, which and, I'm still surprised. So let's talk about the the uh, Zayara Lemus, right. the the Nigerian doctor, is still trying to bring Kathy Mueller to Nigeria. What do you think? Do you think they're going to take her hostage? Probably. What do you think they're going to do? That, so to bring Jack, to bring Jack, it's got to be something because we still don't have a resolution on the very opening scene of this entire season where right he because right. I was like I, said, I wasn't really sure when That's they were going to get that when we we're going to get that resolution so we're still we still haven't hit that two week mark yet because the season opens with him being tortured he's in a, he's been he's been hooded and they've gotten tied up and they're shocking him with electricity so my guess is they're probably planning on on kidnapping her to get Jack. It would surprise me if there's like a, a trade between the two. That's where so, we get to it. So we end with Kathy Miller is going to Nigeria. Right. Uh, so obviously she's going to get kidnapped and that's how they bring Jack. On. That's what it feels like. And like, yeah, we do have screeners for this, but we haven't yeah. watched ahead. So we're not sure. Yeah, I have not. Yeah. We're just speculating at this point. So if you Man, think these are too confusing already, <laughs> I don't need to watch more. <laughs> you're, you're correct about that. So, uh, but yeah, like I said, the the marketplace scene to me is like the best. Yeah. It may be the best scene of the entire four episodes, even though these these three oh, yeah. these uh, three four episode three and four were not our favorites of the four, four so far. That scene where they're in the marketplace may be my favorite scene so far of the series. I, I agree with you. I love uh, where Mike is like leading things and like Lev is freaking out. You're gonna get us killed. You right. have no plan, and Mike had no plan. And I also love where Mike's like. Uh, y'all need to hurry up because I'm about to do something dumb. And he does, you know, <laughs> yeah, he, he, does. Goes, he walks in and like that, that was really cool. And then they kill everyone. And yeah. so like, you know, that was, they kill all those baggers. I like their escape. Right. That was pretty cool. Yeah. The escape you know, was cool. And they, and they ended up helping, uh, those poor women that were being trafficked. They, they were able to get away. So that was, that was a uh, positive as well. Yeah. And one of the things I, I like, I wasn't really sure where, where Domingo Chavez, who's played by Michael Pena, where he was going when he takes the selfie next to the dead guy. I was like, are, oh, we, no. are we doing something funny here? No, it's basically a threat that he is sending. Uh, cause yeah. he said that the child fouled, didn't he? Or, he said that child. I mean, yeah. that's what child sends the uh, coordinates for where to meet uh, yeah. next. So like I said, I wasn't really sure where they were going with that, but when I saw it, I was like, okay, well, that makes sense. Cause I, I, well, I'm we've like, seen uh, Ding is, you know, he was sort of cut off the hands. Yeah, like he, he is. 
nearly killed his uh, cousin wrapping him up in that uh, oh, cellophane. Yeah. In the cellophane, that, that was, was pretty cool. That was kind of a, that was pretty cool. It's like that is an interesting way to go about yeah. doing this. I, like I said, I was not expecting you know death by a cellophane wrapper. Yeah, and he doesn't die. What, at that what, point, what we but. have seen from Ding Chavez. He doesn't like a lot of uh, explaining unless you're getting to the truth. Because, like, he tried to kill Lev. He tried yeah. to kill his cousin. Like, anytime they don't get to the point immediately. So, if you ever meet Ding Chavez, <laughs> get to the point ASAP. Yeah, like I said, so it's it's fun scene. Uh, I like Mike. Mike Kelly has a lot of really good moments in this. Because he he's, he's basically just like... I'm going to kill whoever I need to kill to get wherever I want to. Right. Like, it's a kind of a, like now that he's not officially with the CIA anymore, it's like he, the, the handcuffs yeah. have been taken off of him. He's just going to do whatever it is he needs to do at this point. And he's just kind of, it's kind of fun to watch to be perfectly honest with you. So. And that's another thing about these shows that, you know, these dad TVs like, the death toll. Who gets blamed for these murders? <laughs> They're leaving dead, the day, dead bodies they all over the place, and nobody ever gets nobody is like Reacher was like that. Reacher's just killing people <laughs> left and right. And like, yeah, it's like New York City. Like, are these just unsolved mysteries? Like, yeah, you know, unsolved murders. Yeah, like Jack Reacher. Like the the only time he goes to jail is for the for a, a murder that he actually didn't commit. <laughs> right. The rest of them, yeah. he's never in yeah, jail he's for. He's just killing people. Yeah. yeah. So, like I said, they they just kill people left and right, and you know. Yeah. I, we assume they're going to. They're gonna. We assume they're gonna work it out. So, yeah. Uh, but, uh, there's one more thing I think we need to talk about that I thought was really good. Uh, the James Greer and Bill Tuttle, the uh, Louis oh, yeah. Bolton stuff. That was that was good. Where he comes, I think it's actually in three where Bill Tuttle comes and threatens uh, James, James Greer at his mm-hmm. house after he's like, "Your son shouldn't disrespect you like that." I was like, "Oh man!" Yeah. And then they have that huge fight. Well, I guess somewhat of a fight on the bridge, right? Where Tuttle, where like James Greer is getting close to catching Tuttle mm-hmm. and kind of figuring things out. Tuttle tries to kill him. Yeah, that was a good scene there on the bridge where he ends up rear-ending uh, James Greer and ends up shooting him, I guess, in, in the shoulder or whatever it was. And yeah, he, yeah. James Greer just well, stabbed jumps. him in the stomach. That's right, stabs him in the stomach. No, it's James Greer shoots him. I can't, I can't remember what. Yeah, what. I, yeah. But he ends up just jumping over the bridge. I was like, oh, yeah, this is a pretty good. That that's pretty good stuff right there. And he ends yeah. up making it back to. Uh, he means it makes it back to CIA and. Uh, Gabriel Wright. I was just say Gabriel Elizabeth Wright. Uh, she's like she's just a little bit surprised that he actually comes out as well as he does because look, yeah. he, he's an older gentleman. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's no young chicken. So, uh, you know, it's impressive by him regardless. So, uh, like, like I said, lots of really good stuff. Uh, like I said, this is even though these two episodes weren't quite as as easy to follow, weren't quite as good. As, I, I'm still enjoying the series overall. I'm interested to right. see what five and six are like. So yeah, you made me look it up. Wendell Pierce, man, turned sixty this year. It looks good for his age. Yeah, it does. I would love to look as good as he does at sixty. Yes, so. I'd like to look that good at forty-seven. Yeah, talk about it. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else you want to talk about with this one, or we to get to with the awards? Yeah, I think we're. I think we're good for awards. Like the, the last thing I mentioned, the same thing you did. Uh, anytime you have like these guys, the guys are the main lead. They're just so engaging, and it keeps you going. So, like, I, I really enjoy the show. Yeah. All right. So, let's go ahead and get to those awards. All right. Here on the Main Attraction Podcast, whenever we're covering a uh, weekly series of a show, we give out three weekly awards. Up first is the Tyrion Lannister, the MVP for the week. Who is your Tyrion Lannister? 
I'm going Coe's, and I'm going two people we've probably not picked before. Maybe not. I'm going Mike Kelly as Mike November and Wendell Pierce as James Greer. I thought they were the best parts of the plots that they were involved in. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. I don't, I don't have an issue with that just because, uh, look, this is still. I mean, you could prick Krasinski. Yeah, you can. When, I mean, when it's called Jack Ryan, I mean, you can go with him every single time. So I don't want to do that every single time. Yeah. So uh, it's nice to look for other people. And I think you're correct. But I, I really like Mike Kelly in this. I've, I've mm-hmm. liked his character a lot. Uh, but he and Wendell Pierce are just so engaging and so dynamic in their roles. Yeah. And like I said, it's like you mentioned earlier. Mike Kelly and Michael Pena are just really, really good together. So I'll be interested to see if they right. if they keep those two together, assuming that they go forward with the Domingo Chavez uh, spinoff. I'm, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll be really interested. Yeah. They, 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 I really, I, like you said, I hope they keep him and Wendell Pierce. And Wendell Pierce, even though he's not really bullying Patrick, right? But he's making him so nervous. <laughs> yes, he is. Very <laughs> because nervous. he's so intimidating, right? And he's loving it. He will never admit to loving no, it. No, exactly. But he is enjoying that he is scaring that young man to death and i'm loving every second of that yes <laughs> uh yes yeah, so i'm with you on that all right the agatha all along what's your best thing for this week uh, it's got to be the 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 marketplace yeah. the the fight in that yeah well i think we kind of already gave that away so I'm, I'm with you on that the marketplace scene was like i said it's one of the better scenes of the entire season uh and it's going to be one of the more memorable ones i mean it's yeah. one of the more memorable of the entire series, to be honest with you. Probably right. the only more memorable one I can think of is the is the nuclear bomb that went off in the mountain in in season three, to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. So uh next, if you come at the king, you best not miss your best line. I didn't have one that just stuck out to me, so I'm I, interested in what you I guys. got I got three that that but one stuck out more than others. It was in episode three when they were working with the Federales and Mike Oh yes, goes, that, I missed that I, one. Yeah. I always <laughs> wanted to be a Federale. Yeah. <laughs> Jack Ryan goes, Oh yeah, CIA, CIA was second. He's like, he was like and Mike November goes, No, fourth. fourth yeah. And Jack <laughs> Ryan gives him a uh what was his character in the office? He gives him the same look that he he would give somebody in the office. Right. What was Krasinski's Jim Halpert. office? I can't Jim Hal- he gave him a Jim Halpert like <laughs> look like oh my god when he said that the CIA was fourth. Yeah, like so that was good. That's I'm correct. with you on that. I'd forgotten that that line was in there. Uh, also uh Wendell Pierce, uh, James Greer's telling Patrick, by the way, you need to switch to decaf. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Crack me up. And then also Ding Chavez, one of the jokes that you were talking about, when he just disappears and he comes back with that, like, some kind of gun that was like a bazooka type right. thing. <laughs> and they were like, what took you so long? And he said, last minute Christmas last shopping. Christmas and then shopping. he shoots back up. And it was awesome. Yeah, that, that's the kind of stuff you want for the show. That's the kind of stuff you want, exactly. So, the lines, please. All right, uh, rating time here on the Main Attraction Podcast. We rate every show that we watch, every movie that we watch as well, on a five-tier rating system. We at the top of our list is Succession. Uh, beneath the Succession is a Lost. Middle of the Road for us is Friends. Beneath the Friends is Full House, and bottom of the barrel for us is a Baywatch. We were both at Lost last week. Are you staying there? Yeah, I'm saying I lost. I, I do think, like the like we've mentioned before, this series are all the middle episodes can like drag a little bit right. when they're getting all the plot out. But it's still a lot of fun, and the leads are so dang good. It's it's a fun watch. Yeah, I'm with you on that. It's it's a loss for me. So, uh, it's it's just you know good fun 
television to watch. I mean, like I said, it's not going yeah. to it's not going to change your world. It's not going to right. like challenge you or anything like that. Just you're going to have fun watching guys with guns and trop- globe trotting around the world, and it's been like it's just fun. Just so. leaving dead bodies everywhere. <laughs> leaving dead bodies everywhere. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So normally we don't like to do like uh, recommendations. I've got a few that I'm not going to be using when we discuss the beer because we haven't actually recorded the beer episodes yet. Do you got? Do you have enough that you can bring yeah, some I can, over? Into I can this do one? some re- recommendations. Yeah. Go ahead. Go. What you got? So uh, my first one, uh, the Righteous Gemstones. Okay. Yeah. The new uh, season we started. Have start, we, we have started season three. Uh, it is hilarious. Danny McBride, well ahead of things. Um, every show he has had he has been ahead of like work craziness. Right. The first one was about a very xenophobic baseball right, player. Yes. Was well ahead of things <laughs> yes, on that show. The <laughs> second one was about crazy teachers and parents. Again, well ahead on vice principals. He's back with rifting preachers yes, who are involved with militias in season three. <laughs> so uh, the man is a soothsayer. He knows what's going on in the world, and it's absolutely hilarious. So, Righteous Gemstones, season three. Uh, also, I want to mention the show on Hulu. Came out a few years ago, starring Wyatt Russell Lodge, 49. Oh, I meant to bring that. it up with Davis, because um, a lot of the writers and directors with with Miss Davis were on Lodge 49. It is a show about a young guy that's a pool cleaner, and he gets uh, he joins like a weird like well I shouldn't say weird he joins like an Elks Lodge type group. Right. It's a bunch of old people, and it's him, and they get weird weird mysteries and stuff, and <laughs> it's just a lot of fun. And Wyatt Russell's the lead, and, and he's so good. So Lodge 49, it's on Hulu. And my last one, uh, Hot Ones, the YouTube, YouTube. sensation, mm-hmm. which is also on Hulu. I've seen that it's on Hulu. Oh, really? Okay. This season, they just wrapped up this season with John Mulaney. He was hilarious. It's been a really good season. You've had Sudeikis. Uh, you've had uh, Jennifer Lawrence, who uh, had a moment where she was crying, where she's like, what do you mean? Yeah, what do you mean by that? Now, I've seen this. And it's all, you've seen it on Twitter a lot. And then Melissa McCarthy maybe the funniest one because she gets absolutely angry throwing stuff at him <laughs> as a milk bottle and a watered bottle that she's using to calm herself down. She does not like hot food. So it's, it's really funny. Hot ones, man. I love that show and it always delivers. I know it's a YouTube show, but it is on Hulu. If you have that, okay. you, you will love it, man. If you've never watched them, highly recommend it. Uh, I'm only going to do one because I'm going to save the rest of them for when we do uh, The Bear. Uh, so the one I want to mention here, just because it is an espionage show, uh, have you seen the new Disney Plus, uh, the new MCU show? Have you seen Secret Invasion yet? No, uh, I have not. I have not. Here's the, I, uh, I really like this. Here's the deal. It's gotten very, very, very mixed reviews. Some people really I've like it. I've seen that, yeah. And what are we doing here, folks? I mean... I, I don't understand what people want anymore. I mean, I I, I get where we got superhero fatigue. I get we got Marvel fatigue. I get that. But this is Samuel L. Jackson playing, you know, basically a spy is what he's basically playing. He's just absolutely on screen having, looks like he's having a lot of fun. Uh, you got people, you don't know who's the good guy. You don't know who's the bad guy. I mean, like if this had come out 10 years ago, it would be yeah. like people would be like praising it ridiculously. So I'm not sure what we're doing anymore. Well, also, two of the greatest, besides Samuel, 
Ben Mendelsohn yeah. and Olivia Coleman, oh, yeah. the Oscar-winning actress, is in this. And Olivia Coleman is fantastic. What do you want, people? Yeah. She's fantastic. Of course she's fantastic. <laughs> Anything she's in, she's fantastic. But, like, what? Amelia Clark is in this. Yes. Colby mm-hmm. Smulders is back. Yeah. Everyone loves Maria Hill. Like, I'm with you. I haven't watched it. I'm getting angry. Like, we have Olivia Coleman doing a Marvel show. Right. We should be thanking the gods for that. Yeah, and, and the villain, uh, Kingsley Ben, I think is his name, uh, He's he, is, he just, like, he has such a presence about himself while he's on screen. It's just, like, it's really good, and I just don't understand. Like, the... Yeah. the the conversation. Oh, I've seen this guy in something wonderful. Uh, he that. was in that oh, Netflix show that was like really steamy and all that type of stuff. I can't remember what it was called, but uh, really steamy. Yeah, I didn't see it, but uh, it, oh, he's in the OA. Uh, was he in the OA? I don't remember yeah. him being in the OA. What was he? What? What's he? Oh, I, I remember he, him now. Yeah, I remember him in the OA because he's in season two. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He was. He was like the guy that helped her in the in the second season. Am I right? Correct. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Was, yeah. Yep. I did not realize that was him, but I think he was also another Netflix show too. I remember. Oh, you're thinking of uh, Ray Jean Page from uh, Oh, is that not, okay? Yeah, that's who I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of yeah, that guy. they kind of look alike. They do look but, alike. Uh, yeah. You know, when you said the steamy show, uh, <laughs> no, they look a lot alike actually. Uh, both very attractive young men. Good for them. Yeah. But like uh, when you said steamy, I was like. Stevie, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, he's talking about Richardson." I knew you were talking yeah. about Richardson. Bridgerton, yeah, like I said, I, I I never saw it, but uh, I heard it was good. So if you like it, you can go yeah. go watch that. But uh, but yeah, like I said, this, you like steamy shows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I said, it's it's really good. He's fantastic, and there's a lot, there's it's it's just great. It's absolutely. I, I don't wonder. Like I said, the 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 discourse around the MCU is it's just it is it's toxic at this point and i hate it the is, fact that people man. do that so i want to keep watching i want to keep talking about it so yeah, yeah. all right uh well, we will be covering it at some point probably. yes we will we'll probably cover it when it wraps up at, in a couple of weeks so yeah. uh, anything else you want to talk about before we sign off appreciate everyone joining us and we will talk to you next time i look at those same summits and as always until next time may all of your entertainment dreams come true